to another edition of Language of the Gods, where we discuss issues and topics relating to metaphysics, astrology and astrotheology. Here we delve into the dark recesses of hidden knowledge in an attempt to draw out the truth which has been suppressed and distorted by a sinister hidden hand over centuries of control and manipulation as they work together towards their ultimate objective of global governance under an all-encompassing technological control grid. Astrology or Applied Astronomy is the discipline of using the position of the planets with their individual unique energetic frequencies to unlock the forces behind our physical reality and to understand how these various energy fields play off against one another as they influence what we perceive with our five senses. The surrounding soup of cosmic electrical energy changes with endless cyclical movement of huge planetary bodies gracefully moving and interacting across the heavens. Reality is a subjective construct in the minds of each individual whose proximity varies within this electrical energy field together with their programmed internal beliefs, a personal version of reality is experienced. Each planet radiates a signature frequency, a tapestry of energies making it unique. Like a room with an angry person, the energy given off will influence individuals and the collective depending upon where the individual positions himself. Understanding the basics of astrology is necessary when trying to comprehend the forces behind our reality. The universe has a profound relationship with human consciousness. Astrology helps to expose the true origins of man-made religions rooted within the zodiac and the journey of God's Son as it moves through endless cycles within the twelve astrological houses. The zodiac wheel represents many aspects of life and many time frames, all working together like a majestic timepiece 
of synchronized universal consciousness. One cycle of the zodiac can represent one day, one year, one lifetime, or even the great year of 25,800 years, always beginning at Aries and ending in Pisces. The human body is also represented within the various houses, the head at Aries, the heart at Leo, and the feet at Pisces. The daily cycle. At the equator, the sun will appear on the horizon at 6 a.m., the beginning of a new day. God's sun has risen to light the world, beginning in Aries and setting in Libra, the balancing scales of day and night. The sun then loses its power and disappears into the underworld for 12 hours only to be reborn again as man's risen saviour the very next day. The year cycle. Always beginning in March, the start of the ancient astrological year, remnants of which are still apparent today. September comes from sept, meaning seven. Oct, octopus, for eight and des decimal for ten, which makes more sense when viewing the ancient astrological calendar. In the year cycle, we see the summer-winter solstices and the spring-autumn equinoxes, together making up the cross of the zodiac in which God's Son finds himself moving around. The sun reaches its highest and strongest point at the summer solstice. It then begins its descent, one degree per day, into the southern hemisphere, reaching its lowest and weakest point at the winter solstice on December the 22nd. A strange thing occurs at this point the sun appears to stop moving south for three days, rising in the same position on the horizon each morning, as though it had died for three days. Eventually, on December the 25th, the sun moves one degree north, the start of a six-month journey back towards the northern hemisphere, this is the birth of a new sun. The great year. This is a full cycle of 25,800 years. The procession of the constellations moving slowly backwards in the sky. For the past 2,000 years, the constellation of Pisces has been behind the sun each spring equinox morning as it appears on the horizon, steadily moving towards the age of Aquarius, continually emitting energy vibrations towards the earth. Before Pisces, it was the age of Aries, and before Aries, we had Taurus, and so on. One lifetime 
A full cycle can represent an average human life, approximately 72 years, six years in each sign, starting at Aries and ending in Pisces. Astrotheology is the merging of man's religious beliefs with the ancient wisdom of astrology and astronomy. Many people scoff when you mention the zodiac and star sign, yet most religions in modern society have deep roots within it. When looking at the 2150-year procession of the zodiac signs, we notice that we are now on the cusp of a transition from Pisces into Aquarius. Pisces has a unique energy, simplified as the motto, I believe, creating an epoch of 2,150 years of believing. Aquarius is the age of insight and knowing, with its motto, I know, which just happens to coincide with the expansion of the information age we are experiencing today. The age of Pisces is represented by two fish and ruled by the planet Jupiter. The Pope sits on the throne of Peter, while God's Son, with its Piscean backdrop, is known as Jesus. In ancient Greek, Zeus was the god of the sky, lightning and thunder, known by the Romans as Jupiter. Together they gave Jupiter Zeus, Jesus or Jesus. Christians still use the fish as a symbol for their beliefs, many unaware that it represents the zodiac sign of Pisces. Before Pisces, it was the age of Aries the ram ruled by the planet Mars. Here we see Moses, or Marses, coming down from Mount Sinai, blowing the ram's horn, telling his followers to forget the sacred bull of Taurus. Now they must follow the ram, Aries. During this latest transition into Aquarius, man's religions must find a way to throw off the old throne of Peter, and replace it with a water-bearer, Aquarius. Ruled by Saturn in ancient astrology and Uranus and Saturn in modern astrology. The natal chart or birth chart is a way of mapping the universe at your particular time and place of birth, creating a visual representation of planetary energies which influence and interact various areas of a person's life. At your moment of birth, you are said to be a biological reflection of the cosmos surrounding you. As above, 
so below. Your physical makeup is constructed from the orientation of electrical energies and frequencies flowing towards you, essentially capturing that specific moment of combined universal energy which cements itself at your cellular level, making you unique. The natal chart can help us understand core influences. After your birth, the planets continue to move across time and space, once again having an effect on your development. The new position of planetary energies will play off against the fixed biological energies of the original natal planetary positions, fixed at your time of birth. These new positional interactions are known as transits. The zodiac wheel represents many areas of life. It is divided up into manageable parts, expressing all aspects of our physical experience, with twelve signs, twelve houses and the planets. An experienced astrologer can gain great insight into a person's personality, strengths and weaknesses. By using this knowledge, an individual can choose a more suitable path in life, harmonizing with his biological and spiritual nature. The Son of God turns water into wine and heals the sick. The sun evaporates water from the ocean, which condenses over the land and turns into rain. The rain will water the grapes, which are used to make wine. Vitamin D is produced by the body when exposed to sunlight. Vitamin D is one of the best ways to boost the immune system when fighting illness. Hence, God's Son heals the sick. In the late 15th century, Leonardo da Vinci painted The Last Supper, a magnificent work depicting the last meal with Jesus and his disciples. If you look at the picture from an astrological perspective, it takes on a whole new dimension. Jesus represents the sun, the central focus of the zodiac, and his disciples represent the twelve houses. Da Vinci paints the disciples into four groups. These depict the four seasons, three in each. The first three on the far left represent Aries, Taurus and Gemini with the colours of fire, earth and air to suit. The other interesting point about the third disciple is the way he holds his hands out, as though he is trying to simulate the two twins of Gemini, the sign associated with the arms and hands. As we go along, we see three more disciples, Cancer, Leo, and Virgo, water, fire and earth with colours to match the seasons. On the right side of Jesus is a man with his arms stretched out, acting like a pair of scales. 
which of course is Libra. The colours of their clothes begin to fade and become drab, reflecting the autumn and winter months of fading light and misery. The man second to last is Aquarius, an air sign of mind and intellect. He holds one hand upside down on the table, simulating the double wave symbol of Aquarius. Finally, we see Jesus in the centre, dressed in mostly blue and orange, signifying the masculine and the feminine, the spirit and the soul. The Bible has many references to feet, fish and belief all aspects of Pisces, fish the symbol, feet the body parts, and belief, the motto and energetic frequency coming from the Piscean constellation. According to the website Knowing Jesus, there are 103 Bible verses about feet. After the Last Supper, Jesus washes his disciples' feet. Your Lord and teacher have washed your feet, so you also should wash one another's feet. I have given you an example. You should do as I have done for you. John thirteen fourteen. There are 17 Bible verses about fish and fishermen, and 29 verses about belief. Not surprising, when you know what fish and belief represent here. The world has had 2,150 years of this energetic backdrop influencing humanity. No wonder humanity experienced thousands of belief systems throughout the world during the Piscean Age. And he said to them, Follow me and I will make you fishers of man. Matthew 4.19 The story of Judas betraying Jesus for 30 pieces of silver is well known throughout the Christian world. After the Last Supper, Judas identifies Jesus with a kiss in the Garden of Gethsemane. He betrays Jesus for 30 pieces of silver, which lead to his death on the cross. In astrological terms, Judas represents the sign of Scorpio. A scorpion will bite you, leaving a mark which looks like two lips. This is known as the kiss of death. On the zodiac wheel, Scorpio is 30 days away from the winter solstice, on December the 22nd. The point at which the sun appears dead on the zodiac cross for three days. The 30 pieces of silver represent the moon 30 nights after Scorpio.
Throughout the centuries, explorers and archaeologists have been searching for the remains of Noah's Ark, believing it to be a physical construct. Misguided, they overlook the astrological explanation, choosing instead to spend vast sums of money searching the globe for evidence. An arc is a section of a circle, in this case a section of the zodiac circle, beginning in Aquarius through Pisces, finally ending in Aries. This is the real Noah's Ark. Noah is the personification of Aquarius, the waterman. Pisces is the two fish, or animals two by two. During these months, in the depths of winter, the weather can be extreme, too cold to leave your livestock outside in the elements. It would be considered a wise move to bring them in, two by two, to shelter from the harsh weather. Finally, the ark ends in Aries, the ram, representing dry land, new beginnings and prosperity once more. The Ark of the Covenant is a chest supposedly containing the Ten Commandments of Moses. A covenant is a formal alliance or agreement made by God with humanity. A communicative contract. All communications fall within the domain of the planet Mercury. While Noah's Ark is found in the winter of the zodiac wheel, the Ark of the Covenant can be found on the opposite side, in the height of summer. God's contract with humanity in the form of communication within the Holy Trinity, the Father, Son and Holy Spirit, or the higher vocal and subconscious mind. When we look at this arc in the zodiac from Cancer through to Virgo, we find the ruling planets of the Moon, Cancer, Sun, Leo and Mercury, Virgo, making up the arc of the Covenant. Mercury represents communication within all realms of consciousness. This is the Holy Trinity and the Ark of the Covenant all in one. The secret to the Ark of the Covenant is strong communication between all the realms of consciousness. This is how we create our reality. They were right when they said the Ten Commandments are held in a chest. The body part associated with Cancer and Leo is the chest. All of humanity is believed to possess instinctive common sense and universal laws written on their hearts. They show that the requirements of the law are written on their hearts. The Holy Grail is generally considered to be the cup from which Christ drank at the Last Supper. It is also the same cup used by Joseph of Arimathea to catch the blood of Christ as he hung on the cross. To understand this in its true sense, 
A grasp of the three areas of consciousness must be understood. The Father, Son and Holy Spirit. The cup is symbolic and represents the element of water. The emotional level of consciousness, love, feelings, relationship and connection. Just like in tarot, the cup is the symbol of water and our internal emotions. Communication between all three levels of consciousness within the Ark of the Covenant takes place on an emotional and spiritual level. The Grail represents the filling of the cup with emotional communicative energy flowing between higher mind, vocal and the subconscious. In essence, an energetic, emotional lubricant, the blood or life's energy from God's Son, suspended on the cross of the zodiac at the center of the astrological wheel. The four evangelists, Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, writers of the Gospels, or are they the four seasons of the Zodiac, the equinoxes and the solstices? Mark is a boy's name, meaning dedicated to Mars, the first cardinal sign of Aries, ruled by the planet Mars. Mark represents Aries, the spring equinox. St. Mark's Day is celebrated on April the 25th, in the middle of spring. Matthew in Latin means gift of God, representing the autumn equinox, a name beginning with M, which is also the symbol for Virgo. St. Matthew's Day is celebrated on the 21st of September. Luke is Latin for light, representing the summer solstice, the time of year when the sun is at its brightest. The only anomaly here is that St. Luke's Day falls on October the 18th. John is a composite of the symbols or glyphs for Capricorn and Saturn. Saturn is the ruler of Capricorn, the cardinal sign following the winter solstice and St. John's Day is on December the 27th. In a universe full of electromagnetic energy, the change in these fields can be instantaneous with the movement of celestial bodies. The angles of the planets relative to you and each other are important. Some angles produce a beneficial influence and some not so. Over the centuries, the control system through religion has twisted this ancient wisdom and transposed the word angle into angel. The most recognized angels are Michael, Gabriel and Satan. Michael is the angle of the sun in the sky. Gabriel represents the angle of the moon and Satan, the devil, or the fallen angel, 
is simply the personification of the planet Saturn, a planet of materialism, power and worldliness. All planetary bodies can have both positive and negative effects depending on their angle and relative position. Giving one's life over to the pursuit of money and power alone is to neglect many other important aspects of life such as emotions, relationships, higher ideals and spiritual development. An excess of materialism ignoring human values can be considered as evil, dark or the work of the devil. Ruling the sign of Capricorn, Satan is often portrayed as half goat and half-human, the ruler of the underworld, during the darkest days of winter, at the lowest and weakest point for the sun on its journey around the zodiac. On a 24-hour zodiac cycle, Adam and Eve simply represent the day and the night, light and dark, good and evil. Adam is to be found in the garden during spring and summer when the sun is strong enough to stimulate growth. Eve or evening gets the better of Adam in Libra. The scales of right and wrong good and evil, decision-making, where we descend further away from the protection of the sun in full power, at midday and during the summer solstice. Here we move into the houses of desire, seeking, using and knowing, the houses of late autumn and winter. Coincidentally, in the northern hemisphere, the majority of apples and other fruits are ripe for picking during September, the month of harvesting. The same month, Virgo changes into Libra, where we start our journey towards the underworld. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye, and also desirable for gaining wisdom. She took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate it. Genesis 3.6 The control system throughout the ages has disguised the true nature of universal wisdom and adopted many of the meanings and symbols for its own purposes. They draw you away from understanding of the bigger picture, away from your natural connection to the higher mind Logos. The media portrays astrology as a laughable pseudoscience, publishing horoscopes based on only the sun sign, a fraction of what you are, only the external projection of the consciousness. A prediction so general and lacking, it is no more helpful than a doctor 
diagnosing a patient from a 10-second telephone conversation. I have tried to demonstrate how man's religions have used astrology for its own purposes, disguising truth with deception, inventing stories and explanations which seem plausible to the naive because they are stimulating man's spiritual nature. The only difference being they make you look outside yourself for the answers, depowering your true potential and enslaving you in their dogma. The participants within religions self-police one another into rigid formalities condemning astrology as the work of the devil. The truth is, there is nothing to fear. The devil does not exist only in the minds of those believers. Fear has always been used by the control system to weaken its subjects into submission and slavery. At present, there is a steady transformation of universal energy influencing humanity. The age of Aquarius, the age of knowing, wisdom and awareness is expanding human consciousness as we speak. This unstoppable process will alter the way in which the control system operates. People need order, but not exploitation. Within this new frequency range, humanity will evolve for the better, throwing off the ageing shackles of Piscean beliefs, together with its abundance of blind faith. When you are born, you are a biological reflection of universal energy which surrounds you. You come out of this world, not into it. During this, 2,150-year age of Aquarius, humanity will be under the influence of the water-bearer. With Uranus and Saturn ruling the heavens, this will alter the backdrop of energetic frequencies affecting all biological organisms. Saturn's energy is serious, organizing and restrictive, along with hard work, frustrations and constraints. It will propel certain sections of humanity to organize better and take responsibility for the world in a more serious manner. This too will influence the evolvement of the control system throwing everything they can to prop up their antiquated methods, moving forward with new techniques of greater control and restrictions. Uranus, on the other hand, is a planet resonating unpredictability, out-of-the-blue events and a rebellious nature, something which will work contrary to the efforts of relative control this will initially propel humanity to struggle against Saturnian systems of order.
as this transition approaches, humanity will be better equipped to sense deceptions and lies. The wizard behind the curtain, pulling at the levers, will struggle to maintain dominance with this new energetic backdrop. During this age of I know, the wizard's curtain should fall and all those who have eyes will see it for what it really is. There is no top or bottom, no absolute positioning in space. There are only positions that are relative to the other. There is an incessant change in the relative positions throughout the universe and the observer is always at the centre. Giordano Bruno Saturn is an energetic body in the universe, old father time and the teacher. Its unique energetic identity can be expressed as seriousness, control, restriction, limitation, authority, discipline and patience. Just like a parent, Saturn's energy will teach us mastery over our lives with hard work, dedication and patience, helping us to mature within our life's purpose. Saturn takes 30 years to fulfill a cycle and return to one's natal position. At 45, Saturn sits opposite to the natal Saturn, influencing many people to experience a midlife assessment or crisis. Saturn commands us to get to work on time. Disciplined and responsible, we must learn to manage time constraints and work hard. The rigid cultural system which we live under, influencing our behaviour, are all Saturnian in nature. The worship of Saturn is commonplace, but most people don't realise it. They go about their lives oblivious to its influence. The education system is a prime example of Saturnian energy, with the discipline of teaching within time constraints, mastering each given subject until the individual student achieves graduate status, a single degree of academic knowledge within 360 geometric degrees of potential universal wisdom. In many cultures and belief systems, Saturn is represented by the colour black and the shape of a cube. Unaware of this, the graduates on completion celebrate by wearing Saturnian black robes and square satanic mortarboards on their heads, announcing to all that their minds have been squared off and their new focal consciousness resonates with Saturn's seriousness. Wedding ceremonies also engage in Saturn's symbolism. The serious nature of marriage with its vows and restrictions are cemented with the exchange of rings, Saturnian rings, designed to influence the couple as they live within the serious constraints of a Saturnian energetic union. 
Uranus is the seventh planet from the Sun. It has the third largest radius of all the planets with the fourth largest mass. A cold planet composed of ice and rocks. Discovered by William Herschel observing the heavens from his home in Somerset, England in 1781. From an astrological point of view Uranus gives off an energetic frequency associated with unpredictability and out-of-the-blue events. It is revolutionary, rebellious, with individual free will. It influences erratic and bizarre behaviour, with freedom and creativity being important aspects to this planet along with breaking the status quo. Many people consider the timing of its rediscovery to be no coincidence when taking into account its energetic construct and the year it was recorded, which happened to be right between the American and French revolutions. Uranus takes 84 years to complete a full cycle around the Sun, whereas Saturn only takes 29. This means Uranus will occupy a single house within the zodiac for approximately seven years. At the halfway point, when the planet has transited opposite your natal Uranus, surprises are more likely to occur. This is usually around the age of 42, around the time of a midlife crisis. The electromagnetic opposition creates stressful talk within the biological individual, pulling many people away from their normal routine, breaking the status quo. Another transit aspect within the Uranus cycle is the square, the 90 degree position from the natal Uranus, which occurs around the age of 21 and 63, influencing changes of an unpredictable and out of the blue nature. For 1000 years, in the first half of the Aquarian age, Uranus will rule, overshadowed in the latter half by Saturn. In the Bible, Jesus says, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. What does he mean by this? When one takes the Greek word for heaven, Oranus, and substitutes it for the word heaven, Jesus' prophecy takes on a whole new dimension. The kingdom of Oranus is at hand. He suggests we all need to repent, for the kingdom of Uranus is at hand, suggesting we must change our attitude or mindset be remorseful for the kingdom of Jupiter will come to an end and a new one will begin. A global paradigm shift will naturally occur due to the outpouring of watery spirit from the cardinal beginnings of the Aquarian age. The energy of awakening, revolution and independence will rain down upon the earth.